to LOA Today. I'm Walt Payson. With me today are life coaches Cindy Chavez and Jackie Gates. This is your Daily Dose of Happy. We are so happy you decided to join us today. Now, we should qualify that to say it's not just your Daily Dose of Happy. It's actually our Daily Dose of Happy, too. I'll speak for myself. I'm in a place where I'm really glad that I'm doing a show right now because otherwise I'd be falling down into a pit. And this is like an opportunity to climb back up again. So, ladies, thank you very much for being a part of my uplift. This is a good thing. <laughs> I appreciate that so much. And uh, how, how were your holidays? I hope you had a nice holiday season. Jackie, I mean, you, I can't imagine you not having a happy holiday, but how was your holiday? I had a very noisy, exuberant, exhausting, and fabulous holiday. Ah, you know, when you have a three and a five year old, um, it's, it's, it's a very different, uh, pace, shall we say? Yes. To our more sedate adult, you know, get up when you please, have a quiet, everybody opens presents calmly, and then you sort of putter about, yeah, there was none of that. <laughs> I get a text from my daughter the first thing in the morning, are you here yet? These kids are going bananas. I was like, okay, we're coming, we're coming. <laughs> but it was lovely, you know, um, it, it's such a cliche, but Christmas is legit meant for kids, it, and to see it through their oh, yes. eyes is is absolutely lovely. Um and you know, it 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 affirmed our decision to move closer to family, weather notwithstanding. Because today it's I don't know minus something stupid outside. Um, and so it's just you know it it may it has made a vast difference in how often we can visit, and um, and Christmas in particular was really really nice. Besides, two and a half thousand flights cancelled, we would probably have been one of them. Ooh, so, yes. Yes. So, uh, yeah, it was lovely and, um, very gratefulness filled, um, uh, with everything and, um, slept like the dead the night after. And, uh, and yeah, and then just sat on the couch and recovered while I watched football and ate leftovers for a day. <laughs> 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 you may not have been born in America, but it sounds like you have America down pat at this point. Mm. You are literally American holiday dream right there. Oh, yeah. You know, it's not much different. It's just what's on TV. In, in South Africa, it would have been cricket and soccer. So, you know, we would watch and, and we watch the Premier League on Saturdays and then football on uh, Sundays. We, um, and uh but we're sports nuts. I watch for the game. I don't really root for a team, which is just as well because in every state I've lived the team sucks. <laughs> um, so, uh, so enjoying the game while by not being too attached to the outcome is a really, really good deliberate creation practice. And I get to practice it every Sunday. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh it's one of those things where you, you you know, you hope for the best and just have the champagne on side on the side if in case of the worst. So yeah. <laughs> well the first thing I have to say is this is working. All of a sudden my vibe is about twenty five percent higher than it was three minutes ago. So this Yay! is great. <laughs> When I worked with Victoria's Secret, um, I was a, a, a bra specialist for about five years or so, which was wonderful because my grandmother was a corseteer. She actually made bras and corsets for a living, really? right? So I got, yeah. but on my, on my resume, bra specialist sounded so sort of mainstream. So I, I re referred to myself as Chief Boob Lifter Upper. Um, <laughs> And the number of people, men in particular, who go, how come we were never told that was a job option? <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, chief boob lifter-upper is what I was for five years. Actually, I have to credit my daughter that because we, we had um, discussed how, you know, your the title that you give yourself is very important, you know, um, because it's it it just has a vibe. Words words have a vibe. So when you when uh, when she was working at Barnes and Noble, she was a shelver 
really, that's what it was. She got books out of boxes and put them on the shelves. And she said she really hated how plain that was. So she was chief wrapped placement. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I know. And got her a raise because she was so good at placement and got her a raise. It was like, well, there you go. So, you know, and then I was the goddess of lattes because barista is really just not enough. So, um, you know, yes. So choose a, a, if you start your new year with a, a self created elevated title, you can expect your year to go even better than anticipated. How's that for a love thing? There you go. I love it. Wow. Fantastic. Yes. yes. <laughs> Did, did I say that I came in low vibe? <laughs> I'm not there anymore. I'm way up here. No, it's not chief boob lifter up. I'm chief mood lifter up now, too. That's right. Well, yes. Oh, my right. goodness. I'm over here, and Jackie tells a story, and Walt says, thank you you for lifting me up. And then she identifies herself as the chief boob lifter up. I'm like, are you implying that Walt is the chief boob lifter <laughs> I'll tell you though, there is nothing like laughter to lift them up. And that's exactly what just happened now. Oh my Mm -hmm. goodness, that is great. That is so good. Mm. And I have a story for every occasion, apparently. So yes. (laughs) Yeah, I can tell. Well, I mean, what you were describing about uh, with your grandchildren experiencing Christmas through their eyes. I think, is there a better expression of joy in any human experience than a child at Christmas? Yeah. I'm going to find one. I mean, that's Uh like top of the list, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, except for birthdays. I think, um, I always liked, it felt like Christmas Day that was just about me, right? Um, so none of this sharing nonsense. Um, (laughs) and so. All the poor kids going on Christmas, right? I see that in my granddaughter, you know. It's like, wait, this is for you? Oh, okay. Here you go then. (laughs) But she's three, so all the presents needed to be for her. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, it was really, it was special. And I, and I was very, I'm very pleased to, to have the chance to do it. Um, and we, you know, and it, and it is an awareness that not everybody has that, which, which, and I didn't True. have it, you know, for the for a while we didn't, we didn't get up here at Christmas. Um, and so it's, mm. it's very grateful for, to be able to shift my life, design a life you love and then get to live it. It's a good thing. A great thing. Whoa. I'm yes. just inspired right now. Yes. It's amazing how fast. How fast you can climb up that spiral in a matter of minutes with some help from a good friend. I mean, this is just really great. This is like, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm up on, cl- I, I start off the show like, okay, we got a show coming that's going to help. It's going to feel good. Now all of a sudden I'm flying. Yes. And all of a sudden yes. this wonderful story that you tell. This is wonderful. I love this. <laughs> I think that's the, the key, right? It's just like, um, you had to entertain the possibility that, that this would, that you'd feel better during this show. That's yeah. it. That's oh, yeah. the point, right? Because, Absolutely. you know, sometimes we are, we are really enjoying our slump and we're not going to let anybody talk us out of it and we're going to wallow in it and we're going to stay in this bad mood because, you know, sometimes that really is what we need to do. And other times we go, okay, well, maybe this movie or maybe hanging out with a friend or maybe doing this will make me feel better. And you just chink that door open and it, and it does its work. So, yeah. Well, hopefully there's somebody out there that also feels better now. I, well, I'm certain that's the case because that's what we found yeah. every single time with any of the shows that we've done. There's always somebody who needs to hear a particular message that we are addressing or talking about or giving at that moment in time. It's amazing how often it comes back to us that that was going Oh, I have, a, I have a story about that, too, because I did, oh, okay. uh, you know, I did the acting as if as a guest post thing, right? So I came on and I did the guest, act, um, the acting mm-hmm. as if episode, and um, I had somebody send me a message who said that she was particularly bored at lunch one day, and she was scrolling through podcasts she hadn't listened to for a while. And LOA Today came on. And that was the episode that 
I did first with you guys and she listened to that and she sent me a message and said, you were exactly what I needed at that time. And now she's a client. It was crazy, but I mean, it's so serendipitous because she had listened. She said it had been about a month since she had got, she'd kind of not stopped listening to podcasts and that was part of it. And, um, and she'd come back and just picked on that episode. And I was saying all the things that she needed. And she said, so she decided to see if she could act as if the rest of the day would go better. And it did. And so she sent me an email. So there we go. Awesome. <laughs> I know, I right? love this. Yeah. I want to talk about something before it slips away. What you said, Jackie, about, um, you know, giving yourself a title. Mm-hmm. And you connected it to the year. And so... I had, um, so everyone knows that I think you, you both know I'm Jewish. Um, there's a Jewish idea and I first learned about it when my friend had liver cancer and I, and it was pretty advanced and she also is Jewish and she went to a rabbi that was one of her rabbis in New York city. And he said to her, when you change your name, you change your destiny. And this is a very, common kind of thing in Judaism. And, you know, when we have naming ceremonies for our babies and things like that. And I know people, I was um, part of a ceremony. I did the singing for a ceremony of a woman that changed her name in order to change her destiny. Well, the story about my friend, she changed her name um, and she changed her name to her first name to Hava, which is the Hebrew word for life which is where we get the name in the bible eve adam and eve Mm -hmm. eve comes from that in hebrew and her cancer went into remission and if i remember correctly we're talking that was like 15 years ago and she's still fine she's still going like crazy living life and living large right awesome and so that story came back to my memory this week because i saw a post that was made by a woman who um practices Judaism and also magic. And she was talking about the power of naming something. And she talked about naming the year, naming your new year. Well, of course, you know, that's something that I've done for years as, you know, a lot of people know me as the love and magic coach. Well, the first time that came up, I decided that my year was going to be the year for me of love and magic. That was my like theme for the new year. And um, I met my husband that year. And yeah. And so these two thoughts coming together, right, about naming a year. Lots of people pick a word for the year or an intention for the year. Like I I tweeted the other day, I think, uh, you know, possible intention for 2022, Mojo Rising. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like we pick a name for the year. And then but this thought of naming yourself, changing your destiny by picking a name and you thinking of picking a title for yourself for the year. Kind of like all those things were weaving together. I love it. And I think like, oh gosh, this is like getting me excited because it's a, it's another level of that, adding those two things together. So I don't know. I just wanted to. That's so cool. Get out there because it's inspiring. (laughs) I didn't know that that was a, um, a Judaic practice that is so profound because I, yeah. I do it. I recommend, you know, um, your future self could have a, a title, a, a different, I, I particularly love the sort of Game of Thrones sort of title, you know, she yes. who, uh, master of all you survey or she who, she who rules the kitchen or, you know, whatever it is. And so, um, I am the leading lady of ladies who lead. That's my, my current iteration. And, um, and it's really fun. I, I, I always name my houses. I name the spaces that I, uh, the last one, I actually saw a post in Facebook memories about the, the, the place we moved into in Roswell. And I decided that when I, write my memoirs in 10, 20 years time. I'm going to refer to this apartment as where the place where I started making big money. So it was my big money seeding place. It was also 
like ground level dark like a cave it was very cozy but it was cold and i it wasn't really a good place for me but i made a boatload of money much more than i'd ever made before even though interestingly even though i wasn't happy in it and i was cold all the time and and whined incessantly about being cold i will admit to it all um so <laughs> so those things were you know you think you have to be happy to make money or whatever no the decision that this was going yeah. to be the place i started making good money and i just well, had good money not big money good money <laughs> was enough so when we moved here and we're 17 floors up and i can see for miles that i walked in and i said this feels like a launch pad so this was leading lady launch pad and it's developing more and more the, the space reminds me every day that this is what it this is its instructions this is what it's built for this is what i make it and so yeah naming things is very powerful and you can name pretty much anything well when when i when i had this i had this in an email from my friend and she, i hadn't heard from her in a long time so 15 years ago and when i got the email she was like i just wanted to be catching you up and she told me about the rabbi telling her when you change your name you change your destiny what she didn't know was that i had been divorced for a short period of time maybe a year or so and i was trying to decide whether i wanted to go back and and change my name to my to my birth name and when i read that i decided oh well, that was kind of like confirmation for me and that's when i changed my name back to chavez Here's the really interesting thing. I am so interested in etymology. I want to know where words come from. I want to know the meanings of names all the time. And I had never I had never checked to see. I knew the meaning of my first name is Moon Goddess and my Ooh. middle name uh it, which I share with Walt's wife, um Louise. Louise the the meaning of that is Battle Maiden. And I never knew the name of I never knew the meaning of my last name. Well, my entire life, you know, I've been a graphic artist, a visual artist, a songwriter, and one of my things that I love is keys. I collected keys from the time I was a little girl. My dad would give me the extra keys to things that, you know, those keys in the drawer where you don't know what they're for anymore. He would give those to me. I always had a key ring. I collected keys. And that day, I realized I didn't know what my last name meant, and I went and looked it up, and it means keymaker. <laughs> and I never wow. knew it. And I was like, I have paintings in the house with keys that I've painted. You know, keys have always been a thing, but I didn't know that's what my name meant. And so I've always adopted that she who opens doors, and that's who that's who that you know the title that I've always taken on. And I always talk about helping people unlock things, right? And so it is a very powerful thing. So I I just feel inspired, like encouraging our listeners to. choose a powerful title for yourself and like Jackie said the place where you are give it a powerful name like create a story that connects it together you know now yeah, or reframe your job reframe your workplace reframe anything yeah. you can you can rename it um <laughs> you know it it will be so fun to 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 do that um and watch the vibe change And then write to us or comment on the live stream and tell us what you chose. Yes, tell us what yeah. you chose. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Well, you're stimulating my imagination at this point, and to the point of not so much in terms of a particular idea, but rather that I need to come up with some ideas. Yeah. Like uh-huh. I, I hadn't even thought about what the meaning of my my I know what the meaning of my first name is. I had never really given it any attention, but. <laughs> I just looked up to double check they actually have have refined it a little bit since the last time I checked which was about 40 years ago um but the, the current incarnation of it is commander of the army that's what Walter means which is kind of a strange thing from my perspective because I never felt like I had any kind of a military aspect to me at all but uh but an army not, doesn't oh, have to be an army doesn't happen to be has to be military what if you've got a you're what if you're the the leader of a movement for Albelowe today people you know the army of That's what I was just thinking. Yeah. the commander yeah. of ha- the happiness dose <laughs> yes <Ooh>. yes <laughs> i like that 
purveyor of happiness. Yes, absolutely. That's awesome. And, and then my last name actually has a, a biblical background to it because Tyson actually is derived from Matheson, which is derived from Matthew, son of Matthew is what that is. Yes. Matheson so, yeah. was the last name of my favorite director when I was back home, uh, back in South Africa, rather. So, yeah. yes, I didn't know that. So that's, yes. that's what I'm starting with. But, but what you are inspiring me to, to realize is I, if, if I'm not crazy about the way that's all oriented, I can change it around a little bit mm -hmm. or I can change it around a lot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. the idea that the power of the name actually changes the direction of your life, because that's really what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Wow. I got to give that some thought. Yeah. It, does, it doesn't a... even have to be a given name, right? It can, it can be just whatever title you, you decide to take on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> See, now I can imagine all of our hundreds of listeners saying, geez, I wonder what title I want. <laughs> right. That's what I can do. <laughs> yes. Yeah, absolutely. You know, she who will be obeyed. Um, any of those. <laughs> <laughs> all the moms with little children out there are like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's, I mean, going back to my granddaughter, she's, she, um, she changes, she's, she's one of the most, um, she, I'm running out of words because it's just like she, she morphs. She, she just be whoever she wants to be, right? And, um, so she wanted to, she wanted to climb something. So she was going to be superhero daddy. Um, and so she went and got her cape and her, I had bought her a cape, of course, you know, cause glamour, do that. Um, a cape and a mask and she's got, so now she's superhero daggy. And then she wanted to sing a song and obviously superheroes were singers in her head. So now she was going to be princess. So she put the princess dress on and the super, so now she's superhero princess daggy singing and climbing at the same time. And I was just like, we can all do this, right? It's just like, we don't have to be free to be superhero princess, whatever it is that you want to be. Um, and so it's, I, I just love the, I love the, the invitation to be playful with this. And because you have that power, you can name something, play with it, make it what you want and be that. It's really fun. Especially really now, cool. you know, this the January is so full, especially now, but I love this liminal space between um, the two major calendars of the year, right? So we've got mm -hmm. the Gregorian 1st of January, but then February something, 3rd, 2nd, somewhere around there. I'm not actually sure. You'd have to correct me, but the Chinese New Year. So it's like one mm -hmm. half of the globe does all their New Year stuff on one day and then a few lunar cycles after we've got another one and in that liminal space i think you get to choose um who you'll be and how you'll be and what you want and choose a name why not um well certainly appropriate to be thinking about this time so of year of who is it that you want to be it's so good yes because every you know there's collective intentional weight behind this resetting energy um, you know, when every, when, when there are a lot of people focused on the same thing, there's an energetic weight. And so that's what, that's why the new year feels the way it does. That's why, Capricorn um, season. pardon? Capricorn season. Yes, exactly. Capricorn and there's more by Saturn and Saturn is like, you know, let's organize, yeah. things. let's make goals, let's get things done. Let's, you know, that's, I mean, I can so good. And so yeah, and so it's so fun to have this conversation about what are the possibilities that that you hadn't considered about how you could direct your life. Mm -hmm. This is really interesting, and the reason <laughs> I say that well, it's interesting on a lot on a number of levels, but particularly where my own life has been in the last few days or so, um, and I've even talked about it a little bit here on the podcast. It's been a, a case of feeling like I'm kind of in a stuck place. And what you're reminding me of is the only reason I'm in a stuck place is because I don't choose to be in a moving place. All I gotta do <laughs> yeah. is just change where I want to be in my mind. That's another variation on act as if, but it's a variation I hadn't even thought about that, you know, I can just, 
the naming part. I'm still, I, Cindy, I have to say, I'm still kind of blown away by the naming part. The idea you, you choose a name, the name becomes who you are. Like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All of a sudden, new possibilities exist that didn't exist in my mind 10 minutes ago. Well, do you have a middle name? My middle name right. is Frederick. So there's that too, you know, that's fun to figure out. That one too. I don't even know what, I haven't checked Frederick in years. I don't even remember what it is. I'm sure it has a meaning, but I don't know. <laughs> I'll yeah. look it up. <laughs> it's fun to find those things out, I think. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's because we, we have, oh, oh, I like, okay, this works. I didn't, I didn't know this. Frederick means peaceful ruler. Well, there you so go. The commander of the army who is the peaceful ruler. I can, I like that one. That's yes. pretty powerful. Yes. That's yeah. really good. Okay. I'll go yeah. with that. Look at you expanding your army. It's going to be That's good. That's right. Yes. <laughs> I didn't even know. Ten minutes I didn't know. Ten minutes ago I didn't know I had an army. All of a sudden, <laughs> there oh, my you God. Go. Now it's even expanding. <laughs> yes. And, it's, and, it's, and the thing is that you get to play with this. It's like, so, so you're, you know, when you're promoting the podcast, it's much more than promoting the podcast. You are you are sort of calling in the troops. You are raising the standard. You are sending out the buglers, whatever it is. It's so fun to be able to um, take the mundane stuff and rename it. You know, there was a meme going around about enchanting your life. Yes. Um, you know, and it's like I am I'm I am proceeding to the marketplace to procure vittles um, and <laughs> and you know. Uh, or taking the trash out becomes disposing of the residue of previous feasts. Um, <laughs> yes. We get to do this, right? We get to change, yes. change and enchant our lives. And if, if something feels so mundane and boring, how else could you change it? Um, and so, you know, promotion becomes, I call it beaconing. When I do my, my promotions and stuff, I see it as beaconing. I see it as, um, and, and in my head, I'm, um, I'm putting up, you know, posters and billboards and things so that everybody can find, you know, my work mm-hmm. and stuff. And and so I, 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 and even when I do a, a program, I've got one coming up in April. I'll do it. So I see it as posters and banners, which is the invitation and the sales page. And then opening night, knock their socks off, closing night, go dark, send everybody home when I do my recovery thing. Um, and, and then I just pick it up again and there's more posters and then we have opening night and then we have closing night and then I hide again because it, it just, it adds a, a nuance that feels right for me. Um, and changes the mundaneness of, of what I, I do to run my business, right? Because it's not always the, the sparkly exciting part. There's, there's always, I, when I talk about housework, um, I always link housework to the, the things you tell yourself about the housework. So um, I, you sweep your floors, you can see it as a practice of clearing your path. If you don't know which way to go, go and sweep your floor and tell yourself, I clear my path, my path is clear. I clear my path, my path is clear. And once you throw that debris out, your head will be clearer. I guarantee it. I love that you said that throwing away the trash is disposing of the residue of previous feasts, right? Like, yes, you've heard people talk about, especially in, in, in these kind of conversations, law of attraction circles, conscious creator circles, like writing checks when, when we Mm -hmm. used to write checks, but writing checks to pay, you know, the electric bill was actually writing a thank you note that I've had electricity for the past month. Right. Yes. So it's like the power, the power of words and the power of reframing. Mm-hmm. I think that that goes right along with this. So, so powerfully, like taking out the trash is something pretty mundane and not a job everyone wants to do. But when we look at it as, you know, hey, anybody that's generating, the, uh, we always joke, we take out the trash. Oh my gosh. How do the two of us make so much trash? We must be living really well. Right? <laughs> <laughs> So it's like we can think of everything that way, reframe it into abundance, actually, you know, how abundant we are. Mm-hmm. There's another word that comes to my mind, too, as we're discussing this. The word is dare. You're daring yourself to take on this new identity. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say daring 
daring is kind of, it, it has a little bit of a sense of a challenge to it, but it also has a sense of give yourself a chance to kind of take a gamble on it just yeah. to see. Yeah. Back yourself. Just to see what happens. Try it. Yeah. 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 We, most of the time we are, we are, um, we shy away from any risk of failure. And so that mm-hmm. daring isn't a, isn't a muscle we build very much. You know, I know for myself, I, uh, I am deeply allergic to any kind of sort of public looking less than, <laughs> which is why I never did improv on stage and I like to over rehearse and all those kinds. So it took me a long time to show up live, for example. Because it's like, what if I, what if something falls out of my mouth and I can't take it back, you know, or, you know, something like that. And so I wouldn't, for the longest time, I wouldn't do anything that wasn't editable. Mm. And I had to dare myself to just show up. Um, I did a, back in the day when I had a YouTube channel, I did a 30 day challenge and I said, I would I would make a video every day for 30 days and I wouldn't edit it. I would just say what was on my mind. And that was so incredibly freeing, that that dare, because really who's risking anything? Nothing really. You know, nobody died in the process and I didn't cause any world wars or anything. So, yeah, but but the risk, your brain is still going, danger, danger. So, yeah. um, you know, so a dare is is a fun thing. And so what what would you do if you dared? It's, it's, it's a, it's a good question. It's a potent question. And it has all kinds of possible answers, which is what makes it so powerful. Because that means you can make the answer whatever you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Which goes right back to what we were talking about earlier about the idea of changing your identity, your name to X, whatever the X is, and mm-hmm. filling in that X with something that, that gives you a feeling of energy. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you something I don't do. I don't play back the episodes. Uh huh. Except this one. This oh. one's going to get a playback. <laughs> I can tell already. <laughs> I'm halfway through it. I know I'm going to be playing this one back because this is this is going to this is a big lift for me. Just oh, hearing this, these concepts is really big, and I'm, so I know I'm certain there are listeners who are experiencing the same thing, which is yeah. just that's really great. Yes. <laughs> I love this. On the 5th day of January, you know, it's like still right freshly the first week of the new year. It's a great time. Yeah. 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 It's it's the best time. And and it's interesting too. We were talking before we got going, all of us were kind of in, you know, middling kind of places and uh, glad to be doing the podcast episode, but we didn't really have lots of good ideas going on in terms of, well, what's the topic going to be? Oh, we'll just kind of wing it. Look at what we winged. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, it always, it's, it's, you know, when we, when we stop filtering ourselves and we, and we start yeah. just, just, just being in the moment and being, just sharing. It's good. It's really, really well, good. I think, Jackie, you are doing improv. <laughs> you are. Improv. Yes, you're right. I remember when, you know, when I, when I asked you, Cindy, the first time and I said, well, you know, what, what do you do? She said, well, we just go online and talk. <laughs> it's like, really? <laughs> How do you, okay. <laughs> so yes, so here we are online talking. Um, but yes, it is, it is on, I, for the longest time I wouldn't do, I wouldn't have done something like this. It's just, and, and it, mm. and it takes, it takes, um, it takes a certain amount of trust, but it also takes identity. I am, you know, I would tell myself, I am somebody who can speak on demand. I am somebody who can, um, mm. you know, wow a crowd in a moment. I am somebody who knows her stuff. That's that kind of thing where, because, you know, that's your brain will go, this is dangerous and then give you a whole reason, a lot of reasons why it could be. And it'll give you reasons to, to, it'll give you very good reasons to stay small, including things that it thinks is true. Like you don't know enough. You could totally screw this up. You know, people could send you a hitman after you and uh, who knows? So it's all, <laughs> but it is these, it is these things that um, our brains make out to be absolutely legit reasons for staying small, and they so seldom are. 
And then if you've, played with an, if you've played with an alter ego or a new name, I ran the alter ego academy last year, which was hella fun. Um, and we just made up an alter ego uh, because, you know, Lady Gaga had one and um, Cary Grant was one. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, so many people have created alter egos that have become the success that they wanted. And um, Marilyn Monroe is another one. And so um, it, it, this, I've forgotten where I was going to go with this, but my alter ego was totally fine being interviewed. And, and so that was, that was part of it. It's like, okay, I know my stuff enough to be able to present it in, in, on the spur of the moment. And, but that took some coaching actually because my brain had a lot of reasons why I shouldn't do that, why I should write everything out first and edit it a hundred times. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like when you take that, like Walt said, daring, you know, when you take that step of mm-hmm. just like, I think about the, the first podcast that Walt and I did together we ha- we had them really planned out. We had a topic and 10 points we were going to cover and, you know, and we did that. And then we were really comfortable with each other just talking. And then one day we kind of like realized we showed up and we didn't have any, we were like, what's the topic? I don't know. And it's like, we're going on in two minutes because we're live, you know? And so we just, we just said, well, let's just wing it. And it was such a great show. I think that we both were like, oh, wow. And so then we got more and more comfortable with it. And I think that's right. how any of this happens is that you take that little step that you're not real comfortable. You know, that saying that everything you want is outside of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Um, you take that one little step and then you realize it's kind of like people are always afraid to have a difficult conversation. And then they realize they're so glad they did. It wasn't as bad as they thought it was going to be. You know, things are better now. Same thing. It's like you realize, oh, that wasn't as hard as my brain was trying to convince me that it was going to be. And then you mm-hmm. get easier and easier with it. And now we just show up all the time, not knowing what the hell we're going to talk about. And it always turns out really great. It does. It's amazing <laughs> how often that happens. And I've never listened to shows before. I've been halfway through a show and thought, oh, I'm going to have to listen to this again. That was really great. Whatever, you know, Jackie said or Walt said or whatever. It's like, I have to hear that again. So, yeah, awesome. It happens. Mm-hmm. You know, Jackie, also, you mentioned the word trust earlier and how it, it takes a, a certain degree of trust to do this. But I'd point out is also the flip side. The more that you do this, the more it builds trust. Right? Oh, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, people, you know, people say, oh, I want to feel confident before I can do something. Well, no, you do something and then the confidence comes. Yes. It comes um, from you it. have yeah. to do that leap. Um, it's it, at, at some point you will do despite the non-belief. Um, belief comes from practice. And it's, it's, it can be the other, it can be both ways around. But I think when we wait to feel ready, that's not not the way to go we need to dare and and more daring i think would be really really useful it's that's how humanity has been pushed forward the people who dare you know the Wright brothers who throw themselves into the sky on a on a box of matches um and <laughs> which is box of matches. that's what pretty much what it amounted to oh yes. My God, yes you know and then they're <laughs> celebrating 30 seconds of flight and we're going mm. Yeah, <laughs> yay. Especially if you've been to Kitty Hawk, because Kitty Hawk is just like a gale wind at all times continuously. So the fact that they were able to fly at all of that is worth celebrating. It was amazing. <laughs> you know, and, and, and for me, the flying is never as important as the landing. I just really think mm. that when they got the landing, that's when we could fly. Because, <laughs> and, and so, and so when you trust that you'll have yourself when you land, then you give yourself permission to fly. Because the landing um, actually reinforces the idea that you survived. Right. Yes, yes, yeah. exactly, exactly. I had to learn, one of the biggest things is to learn to be kind to myself if I failed. Because I noticed that I would protect myself from my mean girl side by not even trying. Because if I failed, she was going to just let rip and make me feel awful. But if I if I know that I won't feel that bad or I can hold myself in kindness if i fail then i'm more willing to dare and so i should have written that down that was quite good um, <laughs> we're gonna have to go back and re-listen to this this is a re-listen episode there's no doubt about this 
Jackie's saying, oh, I wanted to, you know, everything had to be written out and then, you know, edited a hundred times to perfection. And I, I have been right there too. As a matter of fact, Jackie and I both have the same channel in our human design chart. It's the one that says fear of being underprepared. So we're always overprepared. We always, but I think about that, what you just said. It's this idea of having things perfect and perfection. Perfectionism is never about having things perfect. It's actually about feeling safe. Yes, very much so. Once you realize I did this thing, it was totally not perfect, and it didn't kill me. <laughs> wow, safe, yes. Right? Yes. Then you can yes. do it again. And then you And I'm not going to be mean to myself about it either. Right. You stop being afraid of failure because you just go on. And then you do it better the next time and you give mm -hmm. yourself that. So definitely there's that idea of um, every time it gets easier. Yes. Definitely. And every time you get better at it, practice. Mm -hmm. There's something else here too that's coming to mind that's I've been directly immersed in the last few days. And that is I, I have a long history of being a doer. And, and Cindy will probably tell me that's part of our chart in some way. Uh, <laughs> it is because no, I have. And I've been in an interesting space the last week because I had some doing to do. And it basically has to do with putting the summit together that I'm putting together. And I didn't, I, I didn't have any desire to do it. I mean, like there was a part of me that knew, oh my God, you, you are, you're going to slip behind. You're going to fall behind schedule. You've got to get this done right now. And that's the side I would usually have gotten given into it. Okay. Let's do some doing here. Got to get the doing done. But instead I've been doing something very much out of my comfort zone. I have been not doing what I needed to do. Oh, and it scared that it, it continues to scare <laughs> the daylights out of me. It's frightening. <laughs> it's uncomfortable. But it's also been kind of interesting, too, because I'll, I'll tell you guys what I, I have done. And, and listeners uh, of the podcast already know this um, from earlier this week. On Monday, I took a break, which I've been doing continuously, like one break after another, which is very strange. But I took one of my breaks. And during the break, I said, I don't want to focus on this right now. What do I want to focus on? And somebody who I'm connected to on Facebook had posted that she had just gotten a piano. I said, wow, I used to play piano when I was a kid. I then played guitar later on, but piano was my first love. And I keep thinking, oh, it'd be great to have a piano, you know, but I don't have a, uh, enough room for a grand piano and anything less than a grand piano. I, I don't want it. No, it's got to be a grand piano. But then I remembered, well, as, as I'm reading what she wrote, she got one of these electric piano keyboard things. Well, you don't have to have room for that. That's just, you know, you put that on a table. Mm -hmm. And the sound quality on them is pretty good. I mean, it may not be the same as a grand piano, but it's pretty good these days. They've come you know, a long way with their ability to create sampling that sounds fairly convincing. Mm -hmm. So I took another look at it. And long story short, which I've already told earlier on the podcast, I bought myself a piano keyboard that's going to be coming in this weekend. And right. that just excited me. And I'm thinking to myself, what am I doing? I have this job I have to do. What's going on? So I've got this little game going, this little ping pong match going on in my head. On the one hand, I'm not doing the doing thing that I've always thought I needed to do and that I feel a strong urgency to do right now. And on the other hand, I'm getting excited about a keyboard that's coming in on Saturday. I'm excited too. <laughs> I'm excited too. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Yes. It's a very, but it's a very strange space for me to be in. I mean, I don't know if I can convey how strange that space is. And I'm asking myself, what am I daring right now? And you know what I'm daring? I'm daring myself to not get all worked up about the fact that I haven't been doing. Mm -hmm. oh. You're daring yourself to do what you want to do rather than what you think you have to do. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And I didn't, no ifs, stands, or buts. That's scary when mm -hmm. it feels like it's imminent. Like you have to have it right now or else you're going to be in trouble because you've made these promises to everybody, you know, and I know in the, in the end, I'll, I'll end up putting something together that'll work just fine. Yep. My conscious mind knows that. It's just that it hasn't really gotten through to my emotional mind. <laughs> my emotional mind is saying, no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because 
because change is risky always. It's always going to have a meltdown when you change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so delicious. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Newness all the way around. And well, then the best part is because law of attraction is at work with all this stuff. I placed the order and um, they uh, uh, they didn't have it uh, in stock. You had to have it shipped to you. They said it was going to be 10 days to have a ship. Like, oh, 10 days. Oh, well, all right. So that means it's going to come in a week from tomorrow. Then I got a note today. Oh, it's being shipped ahead of time. You're going to have it by Saturday. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. awesome. Yeah. I keep thinking about how you um, playing with your new toy. Mm-hmm. Which is what it is. Be activating that right brain. Which is the place where all the creativity and intuition and really where the magic happens, right? Mm-hmm. And that will have an effect on you putting together the summit. <laughs> it will. Oh, it sure. will. Absolutely. Yes, yeah. yes. And the creativity and the playfulness and the giving yourself permission to do what you enjoy. That's a really good role model thing, too. Exactly. Yes. So, so Wow. I am serious when I'm saying I'm going to go back and listen to this episode because this has been very, very powerful for me. I'm thinking now, okay, this is, this is a different feeling from where I was at like an hour ago. I'm thinking I can give myself a new name for what I'm now doing. I don't even know what the name is yet. I mean, we drew from, drew from my actual name. You know, it's going to be the, a rock star name now. Like, oh yes. Yes. And, and you, and the hardest part about it is daring to do it. I gotta dare myself to actually. We dare you. We Well, because seriously, it, it's easy to kind of slip into. Well, yeah, okay, that's a great idea. I'll, I'll get to that. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 the bobblehead thing, you know. Everybody just mm-hmm. bobbleheads, but nobody actually. Right. Yes. yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you actually have to take that. That's the one time when the action actually is important to do. Mm-hmm. You have to actually do that part. I think yes. action is important to do anyway because you affirm, you know, you affirm your thoughts. That's how thoughts become things. That becomes a verb. You've got to do the doing at some point. Mm-hmm. But it's mm-hmm. it's 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 the following of your inspiration. It's the following of your your you know that lure that said, "Hey, come and play piano again." There's a version of you in the future that's going, yes, he listened. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah. And there's the present version that's saying, what does learning to play the piano again have to do with putting on a summit? It's not even connected at all. And, and that version Ooh. of going is just wait and see. Just wait yeah. and see. We are holistic. Yeah, we can. That's why I things. hate that life coach wheel, you know? Uh-huh. Like divided circle that's got job and family and you know and i understand it can really be useful but it still all comes back to the idea that how we do anything is how we do everything and everything affects everything else how happy i am in my job affects my relationship how great my relationship is going affects my creativity you know it's all connected so this is definitely going to have a big impact on you on your vibration on the podcast on the summit it's awesome <laughs> yeah because you you've given yourself permission that you didn't That's have before right and so when you start playing with creating the summit you're going to give yourself permission in ways that you hadn't thought of until then either yes yeah. it's it's a it's a it's a beautiful thing i mean there are doors now where there once were walls it's really is and i i love the the uh, Walt Whitman idea is that I am vast. I contain multitudes. He, he, the whole quote is, do I contradict myself? Well, then I contradict myself. I am vast. I contain multitudes. And yes. I love that thing that we, we get so, and this is our, our industrialization, right? That niching that you do this thing. You are the shoemaker. You are the candle maker. You are this thing. And then, so if you, you know, if you're going to be a guy who runs a gardening service and plays piano and has a podcast, it's like most brains are going to go, 
because that mm-hmm. those things just don't haven't gone together before. But mm-hmm. but you get to do you, and all your multitudes are what make you unique. Um, that's what I I work with all my clients all the time. Is that those things that we put on the sideline are the very things that need the spotlight. It's it's because it's part of your multitudes and it's part of what fulfills you. And when you smother a part of you all the time or for because it seems to be um, the right thing to do, we all go through seasons of that, though, I will say. We all go through seasons of that. You know, it's like you can wear the clothes for the job you want, but if your job's says you've got to wear a, a black T-shirt and black slacks and you're going to have to, you know, and you wear your Wonder Woman outfit, you're going to be in some trouble. So you have to kind of conform in some ways, but most of the time we conform both too readily and too long. We, yes. need, to, we need to be all our multitudes. And the more paradoxical, the more interesting. Well, I think part of what goes on here, a big part of it actually is, and this is going to be especially true for me, not just as a doer, but as a logical doer, but there's, there's a large piece of me that has long felt, well, life, life should be logical. So my entire path is going to be a logical path. And that logical path is going to lead me to where I want to be, except that it was never true. The Mm -hmm. logical path never worked out the way I wanted it to work out or expected it to work out or hoped it to work out. And in fact, the things that worked out were, far from a logical path. They were so illogical. They were so irrational. They flew all over the place and bounced off of walls and slammed into into guardrails and everything. And then all of a sudden I ended up in a new place like, huh, what just happened? Was that a roller coaster boat? What's going on here? So it didn't fit the, the logical, straightforward, here's the route to where you want to go path, but it got there. And that was the one that always got there. Mm-hmm. So I get what Walt Whitman was talking about. I mean, yeah, okay, maybe it's a contradiction, but so what? That's how I got there. Yes, <laughs> exactly, really exactly. Yeah. yeah, I had a client who, who um, at at the Christmas dinner party, was one very snarky relative um, who, who, you know, she said, "Oh, what did you do? You know, what do you do? I'm a life coach." She said, and and she said, and, and I wrote a book. And the, the relative went, you can't just write a book. <laughs> and she went, I did. <laughs> I did. And it's published and it's an Amazon bestseller. And, and the, 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 the relative was still so stuck in that you couldn't, that she refused to believe that, that this was actually already a done thing. And so, it, it, it's such an interesting thing that we we get to be exactly what we want to be, We're, if we give ourselves the permission and we trust and we dare, you know, and we give ourselves a really cool name. Start with that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, that, that's going to be my next task. I, I mean, there, there's the logical part of my brain that says, "Well, your next task should be doing this next step on the summit." But there's the other part of me that says, "Yeah, it's not going to be that. We're going to listen to the episode again, and we're going to come up with a name." Yes. Yeah. The yeah. logical brain. What's wrong with you? We got to get this other thing done. What are you doing? <laughs> our logical brain always argues against our intuition. And that's actually how I know now when something is my intuition. Mm-hmm. Is it all because that's, I've got this internal argument with it? I've got this very logical argument against it, right? And I'm always like, now I'm like, oh, <laughs> I see what's happening here. <laughs> That's actually a really good point. I hadn't thought about it that way, but that is so true. That is because I'm deeply pragmatic. So whenever my my pragmatism kicks in, it's like, oh, look at you talking yourself out of daring something. Yeah. Yeah, because that's really because I will. If you can't give me the recipe or the steps to get there, that's my pragmatism. Then I'm going, yeah, we can't just show up. Well, no, actually we can. Yeah, and we prove it it every week. (laughs) Yes, exactly, exactly. Love it. Wow. Oh, my goodness. As usual, I mean, we start off with no topic, and we we just put together the most amazing topic that we've had on the show in weeks. And the Wednesday show is off to a fabulous start. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year. Yes. Name your topic. 
I'm sorry, name, name, name yourself, name your identity. What's the identity that you want to assume? That's where we started with it, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And then once you've identified where you want to go, then don't get tied into how you logically have to get there. No, just dare. Just, just dare to do something abnormal. Be, be Abby normal. Have you seen that? Have you seen that Donald, uh, not Donald Duck, um, Daffy Duck cartoon, um, where he's, where Bugs Bunny is actually drawing him and he keeps changing and he's, and he's, he's, he's some kind of weird creature with, um, a, fe a flower oh, head. It's like, it, and, and he keeps, he keeps going, I don't feel like myself. I mean, I feel fine, but I'm out of sorts. And I've latched onto that thing of out of sorts. We've taken it as a bad thing. But when you are changing, feeling out of sorts, like you are at the moment, Walt, you're going, wait, is this me now? Oh, okay, well, that's a really good thing because if you're not feeling out of sort, out of your sort, it's not really a change. It's just a revival. You're not playing a new role. You're revising an old one. And so – you really kind of want to lean into that moment that says, so this is who I am now. Okay. Let's, let's go for that and see where it goes. Kind of cool. That's, yeah, that's good. And, and it, it's also reminding me when I'm in that out of sort space, that out of sort space, it feels uncomfortable. It's outside of that comfort zone, but it's, it's more than just feeling uncomfortable. It feels out of control. Yeah. Uh -huh. And when you feel out of control, that's what, for me, that's what I got to start doing. Oh, it's time to do some doing because I'm out of control here. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And it's the lack of control and the lack of trust. Well, it's the lack of control that always scared me about improv and showing up, mm. you know, for mm -hmm. anything unscripted. Um, and or then also that ties into the lack of trusting myself that I've got myself, that I've got my back that I, I, I can trust my skills and I can trust that I won't be mean and horrible to myself if I do happen to screw up. Right. So there's this, it, it's, it's, it's quite delicious to play with. Right. So the physiological response, because that causes stress is part of it is shallow breathing because shallow breathing is actually the result or stress is the result of shallow breathing, not the other way around. So when you feel out of control, it's just to take some deep breaths. Because yes. the out of control is like, I don't quite feel safe. And that will, feeling your feet on the ground, so you're grounded, and taking some deep breaths will cause your body to start to feel safer. Mm -hmm. so, Which, by the way, you just reinforced for me that I have actually been doing lately without realizing that I've been doing, because I've been doing a lot of breathing meditations the last few days. Yeah. Literally exactly that, what you just described. Breathing meditations, deep breath in, hold, deep breath out, start again until you just get into a calm space with music, you know, because I got to have the music on because I have, I, I have that audio uh, need to fulfill. <laughs> and it has helped me to, to navigate. Now I know I'm actually navigating somewhere. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I actually have a reason to feel good about it. <laughs> yes, exactly. To infinity and beyond. And, and I actually have reason to celebrate the fact that the keyboard is coming. I can start doing arpeggios and scales again. Like, you know, anybody else Ooh. wants to hear that, right? But to me, that's exciting <laughs> No right reason now. you shouldn't. Yes. You're going to brush up on scales and rekindle them. And, oh, it's going to be so good. And, and then, and then all, LOH Day will have a whole new theme because it's composed <laughs> by you. I have the same thought. Well, the best part We'll have LOA today karaoke night. Yeah. <laughs> well, the best part is I don't even I don't even have to do go that far if I don't want to. If I do, that's great. But I think it's you what, are what creative the director after. after all. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, I, and I can change my man my mind at any time. Yes, at any moment. Yes. And you had it. I, rem I remember my mother saying that. I said, I, I like changing my mind. And she said, well, if I had a mind like yours, I'd change it too. And I <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, so, yes. It's like, <laughs> but it is, the 
know, she meant it very lightly because I was being a grump, but it was, it was, uh, it is true. Okay. You get to change it and you get to, if you don't like the one you've got, change it. Well, I'll tell you what, with you, the help of you two fine ladies, my entire mind has been changed over the past hour in a wonderful <laughs> Well, there you go. We did our job. You definitely did your job. Well done. <laughs> Holy cow. I, I'm going to be shocked if we don't get letters on this. This is really good. I hope we do. And I hope people tell us what, what crazy, glorious titles they gave themselves. Yes. Yes. Oh, that would be great. Yes. We, we want to hear your job title yes. written in, in fabulous terms. Wow. Love it. So all right. Good. Well, thank you guys very much. Thank you, podcast <laughs> listeners everywhere. We will see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye.